Hello, Tamarindo Podcast listeners. Welcome back to Tamarindo, voices at the intersection of politics and pop culture. I'm your host, Brenda Gonzalez. This is a mini-sode episode in which I speak to Cristina Igarivides. She's a storyteller, actor, writer, and content creator. Whether it's an ensemble production or a digital short, she is constantly working on how to get people to laugh and sometimes cry. And I can attest to this. I've seen Christina perform a couple times, once at the Moth main stage. I'm obsessed with political podcasts, but the other type of podcast that I love to listen to is storytelling podcasts, and the Moth is one of my favorites. So I've seen her perform live there, and I've also seen her perform at the We All Grow Latina conference. She is very passionate about storytelling, and in fact, she teaches other people to tell stories. And I'm going to be one of her students because I'm going to be performing in a, uh, a production that she puts together with one of the many projects that she's connected to, Teatro Luna West. And this is a monthly storytelling show that exclusively features women of color called Talking While Female, storytelling sessions located in, the, in Studio Luna in Boyle Heights. I'll be performing there on Thursday, February 28th. So if you're listening to the show right now, fresh off the platform, your audio platform, get those tickets. And if you're in LA, I look forward to seeing you there. All right, let's take it away with our conversation with Cristina. So, Christina, tell us about your very hard to pronounce name. Thank you. It's Igarabides. Ooh, I like it. Igarabides. Ooh. Whatever. Depends on if you're on CNN or on Comedy Central. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) No, I don't expect anyone to pronounce it, honestly, because it's spelled wrong. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. I don't want to give away a story because if if people catch her telling live storytelling, you might actually know the mystery behind the last name, right? There's yes. a story behind it. We'll leave listeners very intrigued. <laughs> but Christina, you are super hilarious. Oh, thank you. I uh, no love pressure. watching your Insta stories. <laughs> Where can people find your Insta stories, by the way? Oh, you know, my everyone tells me that my Insta name is too hard to find. It's Christina with a C-H, but instead of the S, it's an X. Ooh, like... X-tina. Like what's your name? Yeah, that's yeah. not hard. Yeah, is it's just like a name that's stuck in college? You know, like an AIM chat name that yes. just never goes away. My AIM ch- chat name was Brenda's Crazy. <laughs> Straight to the point. And my first email was Super Chick at Hotmail. Oh my gosh! Wait, Super Chick like Superwoman? Yes, like but Super I, I'm Chick. I'm a chick. Nice. <laughs> Terrible, terrible, terrible. So um, you're you're a creative person. Tell me, what is the thing? That, what are the projects that are consuming you? Yeah, right now. Um, oh, where to start? Um, so um, right now, I'm a part of a all Latina and women of color theater company called Teatro Luna. Uh, which is coming up to its 20th anniversary as a wow, company. That is so cool. Yeah, we're uh, one of the first or were the first um, pan-Latina theater companies in the U.S. that started in Chicago. And that's actually where I got involved since I grew up there. And we have since opened a L.A. division called Teatro Luna West. And we also now have a physical studio space called uh, Studio Luna in Boyle Heights. And that's where we have our um, shows, our plays. We have workshops. It's also on Peer Space. If anybody needs a rental, it's a great creative space and very cute and pretty. Um, so check us out on Peer Space. And um, yeah, and one of one of the things that we started at that space, aside from our original devised work, so everything we do is 
original ensemble devised work. So, which means we don't do, you know, play adaptations or things like that. Everything is 100% original work. And, and all by Latinas. Yes. All or by women of color. Yeah. And now, yes, now women of color. We started as a Latina theater company, but since have expanded. And um, they're all with a social justice aim, you know, all of the creative work that we do. And one of the things that I brought to the Teatro Luna West space was doing a storytelling show, which is called, talk, ah, sorry, a storytelling show, which is called Talking While Female Storytelling Sessions. And it started in September and now we're in its second season. And Brenda is also going to tell a story at the end of this I'm month. I'm very excited. I do talk while female all the time. Yes. 100% of the time. Yes. <laughs> and we call it Talking While Female because we all know Talking While Female is a dangerous act these days. So we always start each show by saying that you will be witnessing some dangerous and rebellious acts tonight because it is all women of color speaking their truth. And... Now we have since expanded to two shows a month. And outside of that, we also are reviving a play called The Times, which is a look at the times, you know, right now that we're facing and invites audiences to take a collective breath together. So watch out for that. Ooh, that's very cool. Take a collective breath together. Yes. There's more to it than actually taking a oh, collective breath Oh, yes, yes. It's together. performance art. It's um, storytelling as well. It's a lot of movement-based. Um, the show is very movement-heavy, um, and there's poetry, and there's... Um, uh, did I say performance art already? Yes. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, it's all about the, um, you know, the things that are happening right now and the violence against women as told by uh, the women in the, the theater company and through collective stories that have been shared with us. Yeah. And what drew you to this sort of art form and, and being the content creator and comedian that you are? Like, yeah. what, how did you get into this space? There are actually... This group of women, I mean, not the same group, but one of them, Alexandra Mera, who's the um, director right now, was also around when I was around in Chicago. They actually helped really push me into uh, thinking outside of just the traditional improv and sketch space that I was into at Second City in Chicago. And around the time that I started at the theater company was when YouTube just started becoming a thing, like barely, barely. And there was like this, I don't know if you remember this round of videos going around that's like shit girls say. Oh my gosh. It was it was hilarious. Yeah. And I loved all the spin-offs and some were great and some were not, but some were really, really great. Yeah. <laughs> and um and when we're we're watching one of those videos and Alex goes, like, you should do one. Like shit white girls say to Latinas, because shit white girls say to black girls had just come out. Ooh. And so they're like, You should do one for Latinas, do the Latina version. And so I had gotten so used to doing like stage work that I was like, okay, we had like a random like variety night and I performed the video basically. And then I acted another video that I eventually uploaded later, but it didn't really go over so well, like in a, a live format. And instead, uh, I decided to film it and it was my first YouTube upload and immediately went viral. That is so cool. What were I ha what are, what were some of the things I, ha I have to check this out? I haven't seen it. Was, it. No, just like stupid shit. And it was all based on reality experiences. Yeah, yeah. like it, it's just me in a blonde wigs, you know, like saying stuff that has been said to me, not just by white women, but men too. Um, like my coworker, you know, at the ad agency I was with, told me one time was like, "Oh, you're Ecuadorian." 
oh, we don't get a lot of those here. Okay. <laughs> like, basically, like, you can only be Mexican and that's it. And so, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. Or another one would always be like, oh, you sound just like Sofia Vergara. Or like, they wouldn't even know her name. That girl from Modern Family. You don't sound like her at all. No, no, not me. No. <laughs> someone else. Oh, someone you. else. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what? Oh, my God, no. <laughs> but it was like a collection of things that had been sent to my friends and I. And from there... Um, you know, digital video became an outlet for me to express myself, you know, and I wasn't really caring about going viral or not. It was just like another way to do sketch comedy, basically, and just kind of see where it goes. And um, so I've been doing that like on and off. And um, then I got involved with Flama, which was Univision's kind of spinoff, like English format, um, digital comedy. And now uh, I've created with my partner Diana Cabuto, uh, Latina-ish TV. Very cool stuff. I recently watched one of the videos that you released with, with all the the really bad min- like made-up words that we use, like parquear. Yes. And it's very cool. So, yeah, tell us more about Latina-ish TV. Yeah, so we're still growing. So we only have like 500 followers. <laughs> so subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Thank you. Um, well, we don't care about the following. We just want people to Our laugh. content is quality. It is. Yeah, it's quality. Yeah. It's thoughtful. It takes, it takes, you know, time to yeah, do such things. It's just the two and to build. And three, you know, whoever's uh, filming us is a very lean team. And um, we basically just created it to fill another gap, you know, in the Latinx spectrum of, you know, what we see in in media and entertainment in general. And it's a combination of uh, Diana, who grew up half of her life on, you know, one side of the border and the other half here, and myself, who grew up, I'm basically third generation. And, um, you know, the way that not only we influence American culture, but how American culture influences us too, you know, and how you're always afraid to be like, oh, that, that, you're sounding too white. Like, why do you always want to do brunch and rosé, you know, or like being too Mexican, you know, like when your Mexican comes out and like not ever really fitting quite in. Right. So our tagline is just comedy by Latinas for everyone, because it's basically just for anyone, but it's coming from the eyes of a Latina perspective. Yeah, very cool. I'm, I'm very excited to, to see that take off. Thank you. What have been some of the more successful videos you've had through that? Okay, this is embarrassing, but <laughs> our video that has the most views, as 10,000 views on Facebook, is literally, because um, we do memes too, like loops, you know, and... Um, and this actually happened. We were, me and Diana were at a restaurant just thinking of new videos. And she came back from the bathroom. She's like, oh, my God, the faucet would not turn on. You know, the automatic faucets. Yeah. And, and then she's like, oh, we should do a video. And so we, <laughs> we went back to the bathroom. And I'm like, okay, holding my iPhone. And, like, you know, at the right angle is a tiny-ass bathroom. And I'm like, here, up here in the corner. And she's, like, putting all the soap on and goes for it. And the freaking thing does not come on. <laughs> no matter what type of like kung fu chop move you try to like, we try to, uh, you know, make it not think we were there and then think we were. And oh my gosh, people related to that so much. That is, yeah, because it's, I mean, we've all experienced that. Like, am I alive? Do I have a soul? Why won't this automatic thing work? <laughs> or the other problem is, 
you're about to go to the bathroom and the thing flushes. You're oh, like, oh, yes. I'm not done. Free I'm splash done. back. <laughs> and that's what it's yeah. like, Ooh. Ooh, it's a bidet now. Yeah, exactly. Nice. exactly. It's so terrible. <laughs> or when you, it, you do want it to flush and it's just chilling there. Yeah, you're like, oh, no. Where's I'm the like, button? I the, the next person to think I didn't flush, you know. <laughs> so um, tell me, going back to a little bit to, to the teatro and the, um, the talking while female, what have been some of the, talk, the, the topics or themes you've done before and, and oh, what yes. has really resonated? Yeah, duh. Every, uh, I forgot to say, every uh, show has a theme. And... The theme is completely up to interpretation. So whatever that word means to you. I think our first word was home, which was uh, aptly named because we had just gotten this physical space. Um, another one close to Christmas time was devotion. Um, another one in our first January show was now or never. And one we just did was promise. And so we have such a range of stories and you're just never you never know what's going to happen and i host every show almost every show i give i give some of the other girls a chance to host <laughs> but um you know I, I just love hosting like i don't really do stand up cuz it freaks me the f out i did it like twice when i was 22 and it was like paralyzing <laughs> but yikes but it's just you and a microphone so i 100% respect stand-up comics it's just not for me but i love hosting and um uh we've, we've had anything from one of the last stories we had on promise was about a woman started off the story about her waking up and uh like from a nightmare and turned around to check if her son was there and yes he was sleeping next to her and then she turned around and noticed her boyfriend wasn't there and she started getting worried, like, oh, my gosh, it's late, and maybe something happened. And she came to the realization that, oh, yeah, I forgot. My boyfriend's been dead for a month. Whoa. So scary. Yeah. And just, like, her kind of going through that journey and, um, you know, him leaving behind a son and, and, and everything that comes with that. All the way up to another story that was about... One of the girls, I won't say her name, and the company um, basically tells her virginity story and losing her virginity in her parents' bathroom. Oh, my God. <laughs> in the bathroom? Jeez, yes, that's... because that was the safest place that they wouldn't potentially get caught. Oh, my God. That's crazy. Well, we have come to the the fun part of the well the whole time has been fun. What am yeah, I talking about? On. But one of the really fun things that we like to do at Tamarindo is... We want to ask our guests, like, what would go in the basura? Like, what is something that you're done with? That person, place, thing, concept. What are you throwing away? Basura. Yeah. Trash. Yeah. I love that word right now. I do too. But it's just so much more powerful in Spanish. It is. Basura. It really is. Basura. <laughs> Don't be dating basura. Yeah. You know, I love calling people trash. But no, people who deserve it. Yes, of course. <laughs> um, one thing I am leaving behind is... Um, the opposite of manifesting. Mm. So uh, I think we said, yeah. Jinxing it. Yes, jinxing yes. yourself. So we have this like, I don't know if it's like a, a brown thing, but like we never want to say things out loud. because It's like, no, I'll jinx it. I don't want to think it'll happen because it won't happen. And, you know, and, as, you know, as an actor too, like, oh, you do that all the time with auditions. Like, oh, no, I don't want to think it'll happen because I, I just don't want to get let down. 
right? Or even like birthday wishes. You blow out the candles, make a wish, but don't tell anyone. Yeah, there's always like, true. don't jinx it. Like, yeah. Yeah, get excited, but not too excited. Yeah. <laughs> May not happen, but don't do. Yeah. <laughs> so I just started, and I know manifesting has been around for a very long time, but actually really trying it out and believing that what I want to happen has already happened and is a truth and living your life in that way so that it does happen because your thoughts have energy to them. And that's something I just started like believing. And I'm not someone who like thinks like that usually, but I'm like, I'm just going to give it a shot. And you know what? It's been working. Just say it and it'll happen. Yes. I have something I want to put in la basura. Yes. So I want to put in la basura how difficult it is to end your contract with ClassPass. Oh my God. It is very difficult. Yes. <laughs> it's like, I mean, I've been divorced and uh, I think that was a little easier. <laughs> yes. And I'm sorry. I made fun of you for being divorced and did not realize you were divorced. <laughs> I have, from personal experience, I could say that it is difficult to end, it's more difficult to um, end your relationship with ClassPass than with a piece of crap X. <laughs> But seriously, if anybody has tried it, like it'll, it'll like, are you sure you want to leave? But you're going to like lose all this savings. Are you sure? Have you left? I'm not sure. Is it, is it me or is it you? I think it's actually you and we're going to stay in this relationship is what, what class pass tells you. Yes. And you have to like go through this little bot. It's really bad. Yeah. And and I'm like, yes, 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 yes. And they're like, we're sure. Are you sure? Are you super sure? It's going to be so much more expensive, Christina. I Exactly, like calls you by name. Yeah, the little the little chat box is like you're about to end. Are you sure? Wait, we know where you live, Christina. I (laughs) on Fiji Way. Are you absolutely (laughs) positive? Yes. The answer is yes. And your relationship with Class Pass. Yes. It was so much fun to have you, Christina. Thank you. I'm very much looking forward to telling a story on the stage. So, um, and I, I'm encouraged because I've seen you do it before. And I think, you know what? I see it's, it's powerful to hear other Latinas tell their story. Yes. And I'm going to have some fun with it. So thank you. Yes. and it, So and, much fun. And everyone check out Brenda's show. Yes. Come to Tamarindo and come to that show. All yes. right. Well, thank you very much. And as I like to say when I end my... Tamar in the recordings is uh, Ponte un suéter, hace frío. How about you? Um, yeah, cover up, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Ready to turn your best ideas into a thriving online business? Introducing Shopify, your no excuses business partner. You might not realize, but our podcast, More Than Mammies, it's a business. And we started it, of course, to talk about maternity, not to become an e-commerce expert. So yeah, we needed some help selling our merch and getting our start up and running. 
Another sale. Shopify is the commerce platform revolutionizing millions of businesses worldwide. No matter if you are a garage entrepreneur or a big business, Shopify is the only tool you need to start and grow your business without the struggle. With Shopify single dashboard, you can manage orders, shipping, and payments from anywhere, giving you the insights you need wherever you are. Sign up for $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash sonoro or lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash sonoro to take your business to the next level today. Shopify.com slash sonoro.